0: new moons are that moment with our eyes closed where we make our best wish face before we blow out the candle so really get clear about your desires and recognize that what you want might change hello and welcome to the space cast this is lauren k hickman you can call me ren if you feel like it this is inspired astrology it's tuesday night the 11th of May 2021 and today we are now riding the wave of the new moon in Taurus. Breakdowns and breakthroughs have been abundant in this strange and beautiful and unexpected season of Taurus and by that I mean the continual influx of energy coming from Uranus in Taurus which has been kind of um, the backdrop I think of these times along with that square to Saturn and Aquarius which is an ongoing impulse of energy this year. I know myself that um, I want to rest but this is a time to build And I didn't want to give up the opportunity to connect with you audibly today or tomorrow, whenever you are listening, wherever you are listening to this, in your headphones, in your space, in your bathtub, someone told me. Taurus is really well known for despising change. And that kind of stubbornness is what makes Taurus such a craftsman, such a long view long haul long perspective type of energy i actually know a lot of taurians who stick with one job for very 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 many years regardless of if they like it or not but because they're committed there is really a devotional quality that comes in with this venus ruled sign but true inflexibility the bull-like property of immovable right these are the shadow markers for the bull off balance and uh who would not be a little bit off kilter this year (laughs) there's been a lot of flexing of muscles between saturn saturn representing the old the, the structures the bones the foundations and uranus the space the freedom the future The renewal and restructuring is very real, my friend. <laughs> this, is, this is tense times. But um, we're being set up for power, finding power in the deconstruction and creating space for the new that needs to be birthed out of necessity. So what exactly are you building? What are you designing? What are you creating for yourself? Both Mercury and Venus are in Gemini now um mercury is making a connection with the north node of the moon this week and the lunar nodes the north node and south node and evolutionary astrologies are, are markers for where we're going and where we've been what's comfortable for us what are we stuck in and where and what direction we need to go so on the universal scale the north node being in gemini at this time is returning to the roots of our childlike curiosity being flexible learning reconnecting with community with those people those those folks that reinforce our being and make us feel safe and beloved so mercury the messenger this this planet of the mind this movement between space and abstract mental planes and the emotional plane and the shadow planes and the darker realms right and greek mythology hermes trismegistus is the alchemical manifestation point where all change transforms right because change happens within from our minds right what we think about what we move with So with Mercury hitting up the North Node, this is a message delivery time, right, regarding our destiny, if we're willing to listen. Mercury moves between worlds and may whisper to you in your sleep, revealing itself in its softer, subtle ways, right, in these visions, or maybe your cereal bowl, like the way that the flakes come together (laughs) with the tea leaves of your Captain Crunch. (laughs) Maybe graffiti wisdom on your bike ride, a message written on a wall from some stranger somewhere who had that impression placed upon their minds. Let what wisdoms that approach you guide you a little bit. I mean, everything happens for a reason, but not everything is a sign. (laughs) So don't take it too seriously. I know right now that We're all needing some faith, some optimism in what seems like a very endless passage this past year. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I've been saying that. I've been feeling it for a few months. And faith, faith in the process. Trust the process. So when we think about faith and truth and mastery and foolishness, (laughs) we think about Jupiter And this week, Jupiter is ingressing, moving signs, changing signs from Jupiter and Aquarius, a Saturn and Uranian sign, into Pisces, diving back in. So May 13th through midsummer, Pisces, Jupiter will deliver mirth and hydration and enthusiasm Uh, wherever it lands in your chart and hopefully on the on the bigger scope of things the bigger levels so if you have signs in the first degree of Pisces the planets there is what I mean know that Jupiter is going to cross over these places and same with Virgo Virgo's opposition any of the mutable signs of course are going to be triggered by Jupiter's ingress into Pisces more thoughts on this if you want to reflect back in time the last time that Jupiter was in Pisces was in September of 2010 take a moment for yourself scan back, scale back what was going on in your universe in September of 2010 where were you? what was happening? You know, only a few months before that I think few months after that actually uranus entered aries very exciting times back then but let's think about jupiter specifically when it comes to devotion to escapism to new spiritual means to new endeavors in meditation and yoga and ancient wisdom teachings and the ideals that connect and devote us to all the other human beings that are out there that are connected in the webs and ethers of our consciousness take a moment if you're not driving if you're someplace seated maybe close your eyes for a moment let's take a couple of breaths together here Breathing in through the nostrils, draw in, connect, drift that energy down the back of the nostrils and the back of the head, down the spine, soothing through the base, the column, spinal cord, wrapping around the perineum, up the front, wrapping around your hips and pelvis to the belly and drawing that breath into the heart space or we'll stop and settle for a moment. Imagine for a moment this light shining from the center of your sternum, from your heart space. Can you feel your heartbeat without touching your skin? Can you just bring your mind into your chest and feel this rhythm, this frequency that is your being? Is it calm? Is it hurried? What are you feeling? Close your eyes and breathe into that space. Imagine this fountain inside of you, this endless, replenishing, beautiful fountain of love, of fluid, of energy, of nourishment. Transferring, delivering oxygen and nutrients to your body, but as well providing the emotional hydration, the wherewithal, the patience, the love to overflow into others. Taking a deep breath into your heart space right there at the center, expanding, feeling your heart expand as you breathe directly into this chest heart space. Fill up, imagine the sphere glowing, growing inside of you. And as you exhale, drift that energy out through the shoulders and the upper arms, the elbows, forearms, wrists, palms of the hand fingertips imagine light shooting out those fingertips allow the heart energy to fill up the arms draw that energy back in receive through the hands receive that fluid watery flow that endless connection that we have this web liquid web pulling it in through the fingers drawing it back up the arms into the heart and chest space fill up the heart and exhale back through the arms and allowing that extension to move further out. Can you move this energy into your home, your household? Can you receive, pulling it back in from the plants, the creatures you take care of, your family, your roommate, your neighbors? draw back into your heart space and then allow the next outflow of breath and heart energy to extend further out can you connect with your street the neighbors in your apartment building the ones with the barky dog down the street the coffee shop on the corner or maybe you're someplace more rural where there's just land And your neighbors are in the distance can you flow that heart energy all the way out to them use your imagination extend extend then draw back in can you receive from the landscape the trees the bricks and the buildings the foundations the earth below can you draw that liquid fluid web can you pull that back into yourself drawing and filling your heart space up larger, make it bigger. Breathe into the heart. And exhale even further out. Can you cast into your community, your city? Can you bring that heart web, that energy of love and connection out into a larger scope? Imagine it's a grid, it's web, it's liquid tendrils just pouring over as far as you can see with your mind's eye or feel with your heart's heart extending outward connect in like electric wires and pull back to yourself what can you draw in that what can you receive the nourishment the lifeblood of this community and drawing back into your heart Breathing into the heart space, extend yourself further out, get larger to your state, the province you might live in, the country you might live in, the region. Can you get larger? Can you move beyond your region? Can you extend to an entire continent with your heart? Can you zoom out further Draw back into your heart space for just a moment, pulling all of that energy, that interconnection, the web that we're all woven into. You, the thread, you as part of the fabric. Draw into your heart space and zoom out all the way to University Planet Earth. Can you see her? Can you move to the hemispheres? Can you move into a wider view as if you were on the moon looking at this beautiful, precious planet, Earth? Breathe into your heart space from the same view. Look at that Earth with your mind and draw out further into the cosmos. Can you contain Venus and Mercury and Mars and Jupiter and Saturn and Uranus Neptune Pluto can you move further out into this galaxy and feel your heart connect to this vast vast space this precious existence now ground yourself we're going to drift back back to earth back to your continent Back to your space, your state, your province, your county, your city, your street, your space. Come back into yourself and feel your heart again. Feel your pulse. Feel your heartbeat. You can open your eyes and take a big breath if you feel like it. Thanks for joining me in that activity. That's the kind of work that Jupiter in Pisces is offering. And that sort of uh, space cadet, the mastery of the astral plane is a potential. But just ask yourself, when are you getting ungrounded? When are you drifting too far from your life, from your work, from your hands, from your body? These extensions of our energy is what I mean by that. So check in with yourself, you know, this This is a time to be mindful of not overindulging. <laughs> Jupiter loves to indulge and Pisces is all about that, uh, Netflix and chill for three days. Neptune is all about staying in the bathtub with too many books. Shriveled skin and fingertips. Too much food. Too much drink, too much smoke, cigarettes, vape, whatever it is, right? So just be mindful, no judgment there. just don't want to take you over an edge when you have so much work you can do here. The human collective unconsciousness, (laughs) the unconscious, the web that we all energetically inhabit can be touched with our finer vibrations when we tune in as we've just done. Jupiter and Pisces helps us to broadcast compassion's frequency to the endless reaches of the universe. Be the light, and Jupiter will be those lighthouse mirrors in the darkness. So this, the Neptune uh, vibes for this week is—it's um, right there, right? I mean, it's Neptune is sextile to the Sun and to the moon today and this will transit but i mean certainly there's a sense of connection that we can tap into a sense of compassion or maybe there's some boundary stuff happening or losing ourselves in one another that's potential um i love what robert Hans said specifically about this cycle that you are just you're much more than just the self within a body So in this rebuilding phases of the season of Taurus, we might take a moment to forget the self and extend our thoughts and deeds and emotional sensitivity towards selfless service towards another, someone who needs it. If this is not in your wiring, which it was not for me for a good chunk of my life till I got out of, got my head out of my ass and got sober, um, if it's not in your, uh, in your wiring, let me plant that seed for you. It's a worthy plant to tend to in the garden of your being because it feels good to help others. It might be awkward if it's not in your practice, but at the core, it feels really good. I don't want to be afraid of people anymore. This This year has made it really hard to be around one another and what we need more than anything is to to reconnect the longer transits with neptune are going to be the the sextile to pluto and pluto is actually trying to this um sun and moon energy because they're earth signs right so trying we have capricorn pluto tail end degrees new moon and the sun conjunct in Taurus and later degrees makes that, that trine so here in this moment in this blip in time where these are trine there is a portal so throw out your ego scraps and throw out your emotional refuse into the flames of Hades of Pluto's transmutive properties and neptune and pluto's slow grind in the sextile um it'll allow a longer period of connecting Uh, this idea of death as necessity death death and decay as necessity and allowing us to rebirth from long held patterns and standards that are preventing us from peeling back and shedding the layers of our former selves you can allow for this catharsis it's been a day been hearing from you um today the mars which is out of bounds currently is in cancer Um, i know a lot of my clients have reached out uh with this this energy (laughs) mars and cancer and uh just the shift in that was was kind of startling so those with the uh, sun sign in aries in earlier degrees there there might be some friction happening because now mars in cancer is directly square to chiron in aries at 11 degrees on both ends mars and cancer is 11 degrees chiron and aries 11 so these are days uh these triggers might happen again uh they will <laughs> um our wounds may surface unexpectedly and allow for a purge, if you will, if we don't run from the, glut- the blood and the guts of our own emotional baggage. So when I, when I connect in with this energy, it was like an, a surgical knife cutting through a blister that had filled up and was creating pressure in its healing process that there was just no room for the liquid to go. we know when we get a blister right there's harm there's something beneath the surface it doesn't tear open the flesh but there's an inflammation there's a pain that happens and so the blister appears to pad that area and here mars and cancer the knife cuts through this this pain to release the pressure to allow the tears and the goo and the pus and the ick to kind of move to the surface Emotional sensitivity can be high, especially with new moons. So be be gentle with yourself. Um, let go of the dead wood. Let it go. You can do it. I believe in you. So when we work with uh, when we work with our pain, uh, an idea comes to me from Pema Chodron. Uh, I, I studied in the Shambala lineage. You may have heard some of the episodes in the past, and, and Shambala is not dismantled, but it's it's become there's a whole thing. Anyway, Pema Chodron is no longer with the Shambala community, but um, I did receive a lot of her wisdom teachings while I was in retreat. And one of these jewels, these gems, is drop the story, feel the feeling. Drop the story. Feel the feeling. Pema writes in her book, Living Beautifully, that if we, we often hold our breath, right? When we have a negative thought or something happens to us, we actually start to repeat and and sort of gouge into the pain even further. We hold our breath, we hold on to the thought, whatever it is that we do to cling to that experience rather than just allowing it to happen and i don't know what it is about the human psyche that this is just our patterning (laughs) patterning but it is and when you're stuck in a loop when you get in that (laughs) pluto and scorpio generation obsessive compulsive kind of thinking the obsessive i'm obsessed with that you know that that thought that just keeps clicking and clicking and clicking drop the story Feel the feeling. Feeling is the language of spirit. So where does it register in your body? Where are you feeling it in your body? When when in your life has the storyline that you're telling yourself right now, as Brene Brown would put it, the story I'm telling myself is, what is that clicking in? Where is that registering for you in your past? There's been something really interesting happening in Taurus season that just the smells... The allergic reactions, the colors, the sights, the feeling in the air is bringing me back to old memories. Things are being triggered all the time because memories are often related to the senses. So when you're in meditation or if you're in contemplation or if you're just in bed late at night thinking and you can't get off of that idea, drop the story, feel the feeling. So many of us are brutally unconscious of the need for change in our lives. And Uranus, man, this is the year, right? Like Uranus and Saturn are are in cahoots right now because things have to move. Things have to change on the collective and in the personal. We often will manifest external circumstances to stimulate this within ourselves. Call to action, if you will, on the part of our souls and whatever... (laughs) underlying forces that create our reality change is necessary it's not always beautiful i wish i could say that but it is a part of our experience as human beings part of life itself it's unavoidable so when we open our arms to accommodate the variables We don't have to fight to make space for them. We can embrace the opportunity to welcome more into our hearts and our lives. The good, the bad, it's all workable. And there is space when we search for it. Well, what about simplicity, you may ask? It's Taurus season, right? So simplicity is the voice of this time. (laughs) Uranus might be throwing a wrench or a magic wand into random situations, but if we can move and simplify to remove obstacles rather than to create more for ourselves simplify where you're able to and just make space where you cannot where you cannot simplify just make space where you can once we accept where we are the possibility to change is infinite That is your new moon report for this week. I am so grateful to have you tune into this Inspired Astrology podcast. Um, I've learned so much through this experience of inviting people into the space, my headspace, to record conversations, to capture stories like lightning bugs in a jar. And it creates meaning in my life and allows me an opportunity to introduce myself to a larger audience and to touch the ears of those that I love and care about who I can't connect with in person all the time. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of my community. And, uh, you know, this doesn't have to be one-sided. If you want to connect to a book a reading, um, If you're in the Milwaukee area, I'll be seeing people in person. I now have uh, spaces available to me to do astrology and card readings. Uh, Soon enough, I'll be able to set up a table and start seeing seeing you for Reiki in person here in Milwaukee. And those of you in Des Moines, I'll be back in July. So just you wait. Save the dates. Um, Send me an email if you like. (laughs) DM me on Instagram, you know, send me some coffee money. Like you derive meaning from this uh, exchange is a powerful way to create transaction and affection and connecting with me. Um, and it helps to inspire me to keep moving forward with this work. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. And until next time, stay inspired. This week's Inspired Astrology podcast was brought to you by K. Apothecary in Mount Vernon, Iowa. They specialize in herbs, natural teas and remedies and home care items. They're magical linen sprays and their are formulas for everything from quitting smoking to getting better sleep when it comes to herbal remedy formulas. There's incense, crystals books, wisdom, information, and best of all, community. You can connect with K-Apothecary online on Instagram. Check out their online shop and connect with their online coursework, ranging from inspired writing time with other inspirational practitioners, uh, numerology nerds, and tarot-focused, and... Such a beautiful space if you're able to cross through there on your way through Iowa and the plains. <laughs> Connect with K Apothecary online at K A E A P O T H E C A R Y.com.